This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. There are legends around here. He died in my G fucking king of the zombies. Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing, man. That's about it. <laughs> I fucking hear you on that. I hear you on that. Well, we are finally into April. Weather's starting to fucking warm up, which is nice. Uh, it's been in the 70s the last couple of days around here. So it's been a, a lot better than the 20s and 30s it's been for a little bit. And... uh a welcome change that's for sure and plus the the rains and well obviously the snow has stopped but it's been raining a lot too so it's it's nice that the rains finally kind of hasn't been happening lately but yeah so it's april uh last month we covered remakes this week this month we're going to be covering horror movies that feature professional wrestlers in it so it's our wrestling with horror month uh we're going to kick things off tonight talking about the john carpenter classic they live and uh, b- before we get into all that, what have you been up to this week? Oh, man. So the past couple weeks, uh, we've been watching um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we're having a good time watching that. It's pretty good so far. Yeah. Um, We've been trying to catch up on a lot of the Marvel movies that either sh- or either she or I missed. So if she missed one, we'd watch it, and I missed one, we watch it. So we watched... um. What did we watch? We watched Thor Dark World. Because I don't think either one have seen that. Okay. And there were a, another one of the early... Oh, we watched Captain Marvel. Because we're watching on Disney Plus. They have it in timeline order. And that's the way we're going. I had heard and about I like, that. I like Captain Marvel, man. I heard a lot of bad things about it. But I really liked it. I like that one. It's not my favorite by any means. But I, I, I still liked it. Because it had that kind of whole 90s feel to it. And... Obviously, young Sam Jackson is always good, and having him kind of be a main character in a movie is is kind of nice. Yeah, so, I, I I like that one a lot. I, I I never understood the amount of hate it got. I mean, granted, it's not the best Marvel Marvel movie, but it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't, I'm not gonna like put words in anybody's mouth, but I feel like a lot of people just hate that it was just a woman that showed up to save the day. Which I really don't care about that as long as the story's good, do whatever you want. Yeah. I really like I like what they did with the character. I thought she was fucking badass. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I th- I thought it was great. <laughs> I love that fucking. I don't want to spoil anything, but I love that cat because I know it's still a new movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cat was great. Um, we uh, ended up getting another Xbox. I had the Series S, and now we got the Series X, so we can have one in each room. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I've been playing. I've been playing Outriders, that game. Yeah, I love it. It's so fun. Yeah, it's making me want to hop back into Destiny because uh, Game Pass has EA Play, so it has Destiny and it has like four or five expansions on there with it, just mm-hmm. for included with the subscription so i'll probably end up hopping back into that too nice yeah i've been thinking about uh because I've, I've given up basically getting a ps5 i've at this point i'm just fucking done i've i spent way too many hours trying to catch them at the right times and following like all these different people on social media to get alerts when they go on sale i'm just fucking done it's it, it's just taking way too much of my time to try to get one. But like with destiny, I, I, cause uh, obviously they've got it on all the consoles as well. Not all the consoles. They don't have it on the switch, but Xbox and PS4 or PS5, but also they've got it on PC and they're doing cross play uh, starting this year. So I've thought about just sticking with gaming on my PC cause it can handle it with the new one. I've got if, if, if you, if you uh, have, 
I mean, obviously you can't do like exclusives, but if you have a good rig, man, that's the way to go because you don't mm-hmm. ever have to worry about backwards compatibility. Exactly. You might have to put throw a new graphics card in it in maybe like six or seven years, and right. that's about it. And if if I think you got a good enough rig, you should be fine doing that as long as you're okay with sitting at a computer desk. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I am because as much as I wanted the PS5, I'm just fucking over it at this point. I just. I I really think at the holiday season this year you'll be able to walk into a store and buy one. That's just that's just off of my gut feeling. I don't have anything solid to go off of. Right. But I've been watching a lot of the news and dude, Sony has been making some bad fucking calls. Mm-hmm. They're they're shutting down the PS3 stores. They're shutting down the PS Vita stores. And the PS Vita was a failure because they didn't support it. A lot of people love that console yeah i mean they're still making games for that console and they're shutting down the store what are you doing sony they're not thinking that's that's the problem i heard a rumor that in like june or july they're gonna have a new update to where ps4 cannot chat with people on ps5 if they do that that's gonna be fucking dumb yeah yeah if they do that they're they're screwing themselves majorly because they're trying to force people to get the ps5 then basically yeah. and and people can't even fucking get it i mean <laughs> whereas xbox is over here saying fuck it play our games on your cell phone i don't care <laughs> yeah exactly and and like now like xbox or microsoft rather is trying to buy fucking discord now uh, you know or they discord have put out feelers to see what they would offer if you know they were to buy discord because if they were to do that, I mean, then they would have the whole communication side of things, you know, especially between like being able to do like voice chat between PC and X and Xbox is a lot more fluid, I guess. I mean, that's kind of huge. And Sony does stupid shit like that where <laughs> you're possibly not gonna be able to communicate between the four and the five. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, dude, it's the fucking ninth generation. Why can I not hook a Bluetooth headset to my PS5? Exactly. Why? What the fuck? But so, but Microsoft with the uh, Discord, the idea of it having uh, the the console support for Discord, that's really exciting. But it, the whole the whole uh, story of it's kind of scary to me. Yeah, because Skype is fucking garbage. Teamspeak was fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I, it just scares me because all their their communication things they've done in the past were just terrible. Yep. That's why I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather have Discord just go public, you know. Yeah, or just sign a contract where they could put a freaking app on the console. Exactly. That would be ideal, and not Microsoft trying to buy them, just like they've bought basically everything else at this point. I mean, leave leave Discord alone. Discord is fine, just <laughs> how it is. <laughs> don't fuck this up. <laughs> But yeah, definitely. Anything else, or was that kind of your whole week? Uh, I didn't. Or? I didn't mean to go on a tirade, but <laughs> no, that's there, fine. There it is. <laughs> that's it, man. Just watching stuff and playing stuff. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, mine. Uh, obviously, I watched They Live, getting ready for for tonight. I've been watching a lot of. Uh, um. Old Monster Vision and Joe Bob's uh, Drive-In Theater. Nice. Because, uh, and I wanted to bring this up in, in the news, but I'll just talk about it right now. Uh, Darcy the Merrill Girl actually has a Patreon um, that went live this week um, to support the Lost Drive-In. So this is how they're going to fund and get like all the old episodes of Monster Vision and Joe Bob's Drive-In and everything else he's done digitized and out there so people can consume it. Um Nice play on words there for tonight. But uh, <laughs> so they, they've got two tiers right now. They've got a $5 tier that you can join and then you can, you know, uh, you know, watch all everything that's put out there and voting and all that stuff. And then they've got a $35 tier, which I personally did because I wanted to help support this where like you get uh, you can choose between right now, either a signed Patreon only uh, photo of, Darcy and Joe Bob or a signed Blu-ray of some of his classic episodes. 
So I went, obviously went with the Blu-ray because that's what I want. And then, um, yeah, so I then... Was, I'd rather have a signed photo of Rusty. Sorry, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it, I, I think it's great. I, I think this was a perfect way to do this for them um, to kind of get the funding to help digitize all of his whole library and everything. And from what they've uploaded so far, it, they've been doing a great job of, especially these old tapes that have been kind of just sitting in a storage locker that they're coming out pretty looking pretty good uh, for what they've done so far. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, what they end up doing um, and, you know, hopefully getting more Blu-rays out there, maybe even start selling some Blu-rays also. Yeah, that's uh, cool, man. I'd love to, if I'd love to buy something like that because it's, it's one of those things that, the only way that you can see this is to pirate it, and that's really sad. Yeah, exactly. Where this could be going, you could spend actual money and have it go to something to get these out there in a more legitimate fashion. And, I mean, it's a great cause to support. I mean, it's fucking Joe Bob and and all of his work that he's done throughout all these years, you know, with all, you know, years of footage that's just been kind of sitting there. I mean, this is helping to get it out there in a more legitimate fashion instead of these old VHS copies um, that are just horrible quality, you know? So yeah. I, I, I think it's great. And I'm definitely a hundred percent behind supporting it for 35 bucks a month. So I can have access to, to the library as they start bringing more and more episodes out. So very, very fucking cool. But uh, so, yeah, a lot of uh, Monster Vision and Drive-In Theater watching this week. And um, they live. uh, Watched a little bit more Trailer Park Boys this week. Been playing some Destiny and Animal Crossing, even though I've beat the game now. And uh, been playing some Sea of Thieves with some of the the guys from uh, the the network still. So we've been... I've been wanting to get into that. Oh, yeah. We, we've got a nice little crew uh, of three to four people generally that go out there. Usually it's more often than not three of us. So if you ever want to play, I'm sure we can get you in there. It's It's been yeah. a lot of fucking fun just going out there and treasure hunting and killing skeletons and <laughs> hunting other players that are have smaller ships than us. <laughs> It's not as fun when a huge ass ship comes after you when you've got two people playing, but when you're a, a <laughs> four player ship going after like a one to two player ship, it it's it's fun. So I can I can see the appeal of it. But so that that's been a lot of fun doing that. And then um, just a a lot of working um, and just kind of working on stuff. Uh, so it's it's it it hasn't been like a terribly busy week, but it, it's been kind of busy. And then uh, just watching a little bit here and there. I mean, the other thing I watched was Godzilla versus Kong. And I don't know if you've watched that yet, but the holy shit, that fucking movie was great. I was kind of hoping I could go see it in theaters this week. Yeah. I was trying to hold off for that. Yeah, I, I won't say anything, though, but holy shit, that final fight was so worth it. <laughs> so worth it. And uh, I'll, I'll just leave it at that, so. So I know Ted went and saw that. I think it was yesterday because he came home and hopped on PlayStation, and we were chatting for a little bit. And he had just come from seeing it at the theater and whatnot. And that's what prompted me to finally fucking watch it because I was kind of putting it off a little bit. But yeah, I, I ended up watching it last night, and good lord, I fucking loved it. So, and then obviously Mortal Kombat's coming out soon. Um, and I can't wait to watch that. And I, I don't know. I might, I might go to the theater to watch that. Um, I just watched Kong or Godzilla versus Kong here at home just because it was getting too late to go to the theater to watch it. So, But speaking of uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, just to kind of transition here a little bit. Uh, so Mortal Kombat was originally supposed to come out on the 16th, but it got pushed back one week uh, to the 23rd, which it's better than it being pushed back like a few months. So I, I'm, I'm okay with that. So um, those of you that are waiting to see that or go to the theaters to see that, you'll just have to wait another week, which, which is fine. I, I it's, it is what it is. I mean, they're still kind of adjusting with everything and getting things open back up and all that. So uh, yeah, April 23rd is when that is coming out now on HBO max and theaters. So 
that might be the first movie I ended up going back to see in theaters, even though I said it was going to be Spiral, but it'll probably end up being that. Any thoughts or getting excited for that or... I'm really excited, but a lot of the, the the way they're marketing this movie is kind of scary to me. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, I'm a little cynical just in general, but it seems like when they overhype things, like they're like, this is going to be the goriest movie of the year. It's like, <laughs> man, you're like setting me up to be super excited. And if it doesn't deliver, I'm just going to hate the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you. when a new horror movie comes out, I was like, this is the scariest movie you ever see. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, I, I understand that all too well. <laughs> yeah. I just want it to be good, man. I'm scared it's not going to be. I, I hear you because it's, it's one of those things like, you know, they had, that, they, had that, they had that red band trailer and it's like, are they just showing us all the gore right here in, the, in, the, in this first trailer <laughs> for it, you know? And I hope that's not the case. I hope we get just super good fatalities in, in this just to kind of match the games and whatnot, but. It it is a little scary to think, you know, they showed all that gore in that first trailer and then to think that, oh, maybe that's all that there really is in it. So um obviously we'll find out here shortly. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm 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 cautiously optimistic with the movie. Uh I, I, I think just from what we've seen so far it looks really good. So I'm 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 hoping it's a it's a home run, but I'm I'm not I don't know. Just kind of with Mortal Kombat, it it's it's such so close to my heart and everything just because of i mean i've been a fan of it obviously since the first the first game came out so and that was kind of a lot of my childhood so uh, i'm a little picky when it comes to mortal kombat because i i wasn't a fan of the first movie and obviously the second movie was just straight up trash i love the first movie it's it's okay i mean it, oh it's a bad movie yeah. i know it's a terrible movie i just love it great <laughs> But, yeah, so I'm cautiously optimistic that this is going to be good. So we'll, we'll see what happens on the 23rd. And, yeah, that'll definitely be a opening night movie for me. So I'll be going to see that probably on a Thursday night. So I'll see the 7 p.m. showing. Super excited for it, though. Uh, but to kind of move on from there, uh, we've got uh, Spiral, obviously, opening on May 14th. Um, like we talked about last week, so it got uh, moved up a little bit because it was supposed to be later in May, right before Memorial Day. It got moved back a little bit, so uh, coming out a little bit sooner, so super excited for that. They did release another trailer for it this week. Uh, have you had a chance to watch that trailer that they released this week for it? Uh, no, I didn't realize there was a new trailer. Oh yeah. It, yeah. They, they released a whole new trailer for it, uh, this week and it kind of, uh, showed a little bit more. So we've got, um, more of Chris Rock, more of Samuel Jackson, obviously shown in the trailer. They, they kind of showed a little bit of some of the traps that they had in there, which was kind of nice. Uh, they had the... The pig mask is back, so um, they did show that. So whoever the killer is is, is using the pig mask, it looks like. Um, a new puppet, so they're not obviously doing Billy the puppet this time. But this this the puppet that they have in the movie looks kind of cool too. It's uh, basically a puppet. It's a policeman puppet with a pig head, which it looks really, really cool. And then uh, kind of the one thing that people have been kind of complaining about a little bit is the the voice of the you know, the recordings and whatnot. Cause obviously it's, they're, they're going for something a little bit different. So it doesn't sound like jigsaw, which actually I'm okay with. I, I'd, I'd rather it not sound like jigsaw and be something a little bit different than them trying to just make it sound like jigsaw and whatnot. So I, I it seems like a small complaint from, uh, a good number of people, but I, I mean, at the well, same time, I mean, it's, going it's into it, we know it's not jigsaw, right? Exactly. It's- it's like a, a copycat, I think. Yep. Um, as far as the voice, as long as it's creepy, I'm cool with it. You know, as long as it's like a creepy voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like low and creepy like how Jigsaw's was. It's, uh, I don't know, it sounds more robotic. And I guess you could kind of say, and not necessarily robotic, but it kind of has more of a robotic feel. It's it's a, it's a little weird, and I can I can see where people might not like it if they're just so used used to and love 
you know, the jigsaw voice that was used in the movies, but it's, it's not that, and it's not supposed to be jigsaw. Jigsaw has been dead for a long time at this point. I mean, just, just let it be. This is an evolution of the story. This is like a next chapter. It's, it's a copycat. It's, it's different. It's not supposed to be the same, which I'm fine with. So, um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm even more pumped to see it now after seeing the new trailer and, and I can't wait for the 14th of May to come around because I'm so fucking ready to see that in the theaters. It's been a long time coming for me to go back to the theaters and I'm torn because like I said, I, I'm half tempted to go see Mortal Kombat in the theaters, but I, I, I had already said that jig, that uh, spiral was going to be the next movie I saw in the theaters, but ain't nobody going to hold you to that dude. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. I, I'm just excited to go back to the movies soon. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's it's been so long, and it's the, like the one thing I love doing, even just going by myself to see movies. I fucking love it. I think the last movie I saw in theaters was Bill and Ted. Um, the last one I saw was... Uh, in an actual movie theater, it was uh, Tenant. So I, I saw that in theaters. Because Bill and Ted I saw at the drive-in, which was a lot of fun. Well, that's even better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. Um, so, yeah. So, it'll be either <laughs> either Mortal Kombat this month or or Spiral next month. That'll be my first time going back to the theater. It's, I can't believe it's been almost a year, you know, since I've been to a movie theater. And when I, I'm, I was so used to going, like, every other week to the movies, you know, to see something and to not do that for almost a year is kind of fucking weird, honestly, because I'm, I'm, I like just loved going to the theaters, yeah, even I'm just used, for used random to, shit. Like even slow, I'd go once or twice a month. Sometimes it'd be like six weeks in between, but yeah, I'd usually go pretty regularly. Yeah. I'm excited to get back to going every couple weeks. Yeah. For sure. Give um, my subscription service to some free movie tickets. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> get that going again. I can't wait. Uh, so that's kind of what we had for, for kind of a little bit in movie news. Uh, one thing I did want to uh, just kind of touch on, too, is uh, Trick or Treat Studios. They obviously do the masks and everything, and last year they started doing the Halloween figures, kind of like how NECA does, but a, like a higher quality figure. Um, so this year they're actually releasing an Art the Clown figure uh, from Terrifier, and uh, it's gone up for pre-order this week, and it fucking looks just super, super good. Uh, it's supposed to be like screen accurate and everything. It's got the cloth like outfit, so it's not all plastic. It's got a cloth, cloth outfit. It looks fucking great. It's got like 30 point, 30 over 30 points of articulation. It's got four interchangeable hands. It's got a hacksaw. And, uh, um, so the, the, obviously because it is a higher quality figure, it's got a little bit of a higher price point coming in at 129 99, but for how fucking good it looks and just their, their figures are really, really good for, for, being the higher quality ones. Um, so I, I think $129.99 is a fair price point. So those those are up for pre-order right now and are due to ship in October. I've been thinking a lot about getting that. Um, I haven't picked up any of the the, the Myers ones yet, but I, I, I know I want to get some of those as well. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'll probably end up picking the Art the Clown one up first before I do any of the, the Michael Myers ones. But it'll be just something else to add to the collection. Yeah, I like a lot of the stuff they do. Their masks, their their figures. They do a lot of really high quality toys and props. Yeah, definitely. And they they just keep getting more and more licenses to do do stuff, which is great. And that kind of all started when they got that Halloween license to make those masks. When we finally got a licensed good-looking hollow you know michael myers mask it's just been kind of going up from there 
And, I mean, they've got everything from, you know, Freddy Krueger gloves and masks now to other movies like uh, um, they've got, like, the Captain Spaulding mask. I mean, they've, they've got a fuck ton of things. And now with them doing figures, they're just adding more to their, you know, catalog of what they sell, which is fucking great. And then um, I already touched on the the Lost Drive-Ins. And definitely, if, if like I was saying, I, I think it's a well-worth investment investing in the Lost Drive-In and that Patreon to get those Monster Vision episodes, you know, out there and the, the old Joe Bob's Drive-In Theater episodes out there. So definitely check that out. Um, it's the... Darcy's definitely put it out over social media quite a bit, so you, it's easy to fucking find, and um, it's it's so fucking worth it. But uh, on top of that, uh, um, the last drive-in is coming back to Shutter here in two weeks. I'm I'm super excited for season three, and to kind of see what they've got um, coming up here. So uh, I'm super excited for that. So um, that Friday is coming up really quick, and. There's a lot to look forward to starting in April here, so I'm 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 pumped that things are starting to ramp up to get us more content, more movies, more specials. I mean, everything. It, it's going to be fucking great. But with that being said, are you ready to talk about They Live? I am pretty excited about it. This is my first time seeing it. Really? Okay, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> All right, so let's take a look at 1988's They Live. What do these things want, and why are they here? You still don't get it, do you, boy? They have recruited the rich and the powerful. They're running the whole show. Wake up! They're all about you, all around you. Blinded us to the truth! Take a look. They are safe, as long as they are not discovered. I don't know what they are, or where they came from, but we gotta stop them. Stay away from me. Put these on. They have us. Look at them, they're everywhere! We have no other choice. I don't like this one bit. Leave it alone, man. It ain't none of my business, ain't none of yours. We have been lulled into a trance. Listen to what I'm saying to you. We're in trouble. The whole world's in trouble. Control us! You're sending some kind of signals out of TV sets. I've got one that can see. Mama don't like tattletale. Now we start spilling some blood. Let's go! Push I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, so They Live was released on November 4th, 1988, directed by John Carpenter, of course. It had a cast of Roddy Piper, Keith David, Meg Foster, and Peter Jason. This movie had a budget of about $4 million, which uh, was not a whole lot of money, but they really did a fucking amazing job with this movie with that much of a budget. Um, The movie itself grossed about $13 million during its initial run, um, which isn't a whole lot of money, but... Off of $4 million, it ain't bad. Um, one of the things I loved about this movie was obviously the the line, I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm, all out, I'm, and I'm all out of bubblegum. So that line was actually ad-libbed by Roddy Piper, and according to John Carpenter, uh, Piper had previously written the line in his notebook of potential verbal bits during his wrestling career. Um, so he shared that notebook with Carpenter, and they agreed that that particular line would fit the character in the film perfectly, which I fucking, <laughs> I think it's great because Piper was, uh, if, if you're a wrestling fan, you know how fucking crazy Piper could be um, and how he played his character. And he was, he was definitely a talker on like, he could cut a promo like nobody else. He was fucking great at it. So I, it, it was perfect that he had like the one, notable line from that movie and he is the one that came up with it i I think it's fucking great also um with the big fight sequence that was actually designed rehearsed and choreographed in the backyard of john carpenter's production office um so the fight between nada and uh frank was only supposed to be about 20 seconds (laughs) well piper and uh 
uh, Keith David actually decided to fight it out for real when um, actually choreographing this and only faking hits to the face and the groin. They rehearsed the scene uh, for three weeks, and Carpenter was so impressed that he kept the full scene intact. So it, and from where it was supposed to only be like 20 seconds, the fucking scene ended up being five minutes and 20 seconds. So kudos to them because that that was like probably my favorite fist fight in a fucking movie ever. That fucking scene was just incredibly good. And it's been parodied so much. Yeah, I mean, I kind of disagree. <laughs> hey, it just it I, it was entertaining. It just, it just seems so fucking pointless. <laughs> it had no bearing in the story. Like these guys barely even knew each other. I mean, I guess I guess you could say there was like a, a lapse of time that you didn't see. In the beginning, when he after between when he first moved into mm-hmm. the commune, and when the stuff started going down, you could have said there was a lapse of time, and maybe they got to know each other at work. That's fine, but that mo- that that fight scene just seems so pointless. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't get it. It's like just why? I mean, I I guess I I know they were trying to point out that they were both just like super stubborn alpha males. Yep, and I get that, but man, that was that was ridiculous. <laughs> And that's the point. That's what it, 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 makes me I mean, love it, it just so went much. on so long, it ended up losing me. I was like, man, I'm, I pulled out my phone, waited for it to end. That hurts my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that scene so much. I'm not a fan of wrestling, man. I I'm know. Not, I, I know I'm you're not. not. <laughs> I like I like the funny... I love... I'll listen to a wrestler talk on the microphone all day because I think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's just, it was a very wrestling-esque fight. That's probably why I love it so much. So that that's all right. And then uh, kind of the last thing I had was uh, John Carpenter uh, wanted a rugged inter- uh, individual to play Nada, and so he cast Roddy Piper after seeing him in WrestleMania three, in 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 the match that he did there. And then uh, Keith David, um, his character was uh, wrote specifically for him just because of. Um, when he worked with him on on the thing and whatnot, so I I, I thought that was kind of cool that that role was specifically wrote, written just for him, which was fucking great. Because just like in the thing, he's he's like he's cast perfectly in this, obviously because it was written for him, and it, it was just such a good casting decision. And I thought the chemistry between him and Nada worked really well in 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 the movie, but. I think this might be the only movie I've seen like a a fresh, clean cut, nice dressed Buck Flower, <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. I love that man. He is such a great actor, yeah, and so fucking versatile. And it was nice to see him put on a suit, you know, do up his beard real nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the The overall arcing story to this is super interesting. Yeah, and it's it's so carpenter because mm-hmm. it's so fucking unique i love it yeah the the idea well the the glasses were weird but it was like well maybe they got some kind of they found a way to engineer the alien tech or whatever right but it was really funny watching him go through the magazines that said like consume uh marry reproduce yep and the 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 newsstand guy was holding the money and on it said, "This is your god." Yep, <laughs> I loved. And then it went to the black and white when he was looking. There, there were so many really good artistic choices in the storytelling that I just fell in love with in this movie. Oh, definitely. I, I like that with this movie because this movie could have been very easy to like go like big scale and like a little overboard. I, I like how intimate the movie was and actually they they talked about that kind of in some of the behind the scenes stuff uh with the movie and it 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 was definitely more of an intimate kind of movie you only had like a just a handful of characters that you're actually following but it still kind of felt big in scale if if that makes sense you know um and it it just it just felt right with the decisions that they made with the movie and even the artistic decisions like you were talking about with like going the black and white and everything when, when the the sunglasses are on and I, I look, I, I like how it looked totally different, especially with the black and white. Like 
Um, I don't know. I it's, it's hard to put into words what I'm what I'm trying to say right now, but it just looked different. It had a different feel. Um, obviously, because you're seeing the real world or a, right. The real it's world like with they the were aliens. using an older quality film. Yep. When they filmed those sequences, I don't know about film, so I don't know what's what. But it seemed like it was it was shot like an older movie. Yep. On during those sequences, exactly. And even kind of some of the effects with like the with like the the UFOs or not the UFOs, but like the the things that were like tracking them and whatnot. It kind of felt more of like a fifties sci-fi film in in a yeah. lot of ways which i liked uh the the look of the aliens i thought was great in this too uh, i i thought the makeup job that they did with these looked fucking spectacular you know off of a four million dollar budget you know it, it it was fucking just great and then yeah i mean the characters in this are just fucking just spectacular uh everybody from keith david and roddy piper then you've got meg foster you know Kind of playing the the woman that Roddy Piper is like just smitten with, but she ends up, you know, um, being a corrupt piece of shit in the end, and it just kind of everything in between. And then you had the you know with like the commercials and everything, and just kind of the subtle things being put through um, to kind of control people. Which the, the whole consumerism thing is obviously very very blatant here. And it's such a great movie and just kind of it's just such a great story. And I, I like that they decided to release this. They actually released it right before the presidential election in, in 88, which I thought was fucking perfect. I mean, just kind of the, the story going along with that. And and it, it just worked out so well, because originally they were supposed to release it the same weekend as Halloween four, but they moved it. Uh, back because of that because they didn't want to compete with Halloween and then all it just worked out perfectly because they did it you know the week of the presidential election so it all kind of worked out in the end but I think my favorite part in this movie well it's just one that really made me laugh was watching a, a police and riot gear beat up a blind priest <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> thy rod and thy staff comfort me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh man, that's so great. Uh, um, I like when he shoots the the transmitter at the end, and everybody in I don't think it's the whole world. I think it's just in that city, right? Mm. That was able to finally see. And you see, like, the people in the commercials, and then the the girl is having sex with that guy, and he's like, oh, what's the matter, baby? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. That was, uh, the, I, I, was uh, I, I totally forgot about that ending, and I, I, I just think it was the funniest thing to have them having sex at the very last scene in the fucking movie, <laughs> asking, what's wrong, And baby? it was, like, the only nudity in the movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, like, the, like, the last minute of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, so good. It, 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 I, 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 I love that, you know, how they treated Roddy Piper's character in this, too, because he didn't really have a backstory, didn't even really have a name, you know, um, in it. And it's, it's just, he was just kind of... He didn't really of, have a whole lot of dialogue, either. No, which I think worked to his benefit, because this, I think this was his first movie. Uh, yeah, I think his, his strength was in, like, his facial emoting. I think he was yep. really good at that, and... Yeah, just just being just being uh, intimidating just by being Roddy Piper. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they they definitely used his his strengths very well in this because, like Roddy Piper in, in wrestling, uh, was kind of more of a crazy fucking dude, and it was definitely kind of a more watered down version of that. But I I, I think it worked to his benefit, especially being in a movie and not in like a a wrestling capacity, you know? And so I, I, I like that. And even like the fucking gun scenes and, and whatnot with like the shootouts and everything in the movie, I, I it's just so good. Like the gun play in this movie was fucking just, it was funny. Number one, just seeing them wave around this, you know, the fucking assault rifles and shit and basically shooting at nothing and, but hitting and everything. It was fucking great. I loved it. 
one of the cool things with with this movie is I I like that with like the whole encamp encampment scenes and kind of in the beginning actually Carpenter brought in real homeless people um into the production for several several weeks to play smaller characters and whatnot and gave them food um as well as paychecks so I th- I thought that was kind of cool that they did that um to kind of give people at least a little bit of work you know while they were yeah, they were filming. Cool. But yeah, I mean, overall, this is um, it's definitely not my favorite Carpenter movie by by any no. stretch of the means. I I got a weird pick for my favorite Carpenter movie, and I think a, a lot of people wouldn't agree. Yeah, <laughs> I love Christine, man. Okay, <laughs> Christine's it's, good. It's it's not like his most like solid film. I just mm-hmm. got a lot of nostalgia for that movie. Sure, sure. That's the same thing with like me and the thing and whatnot because I, I know I've talked about it multiple times that the thing is my favorite Carpenter movie. This one is probably, um, because if it, for my so if I were to do like my top five, um, Carpenter movies, it would probably go, the thing, and then Halloween, then an Escape from New York, then probably They Live. And then after that, it would probably be Christine. So Christine's definitely my top five. But that's that's a hard that's a hard list to just come up with. I, I really I really enjoyed his uh, vampires movie. I know it wasn't like when people talk about. I just like vampires, but when people talk about their favorite vampire mm-hmm. movies, that one usually doesn't come up. But I really liked it. Vampires was great. Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd say his best film has to be The Thing, but my favorite is Christine. Yeah. And I love this film. This is my first time watching it. Um, I've yet to see any John Carpenter's work that I don't like. I think he's he's a genius when it comes to filmography mm-hmm. or cinematography or whatever. Right. Yeah, there there isn't much of his stuff that I don't like. Um, I even, like, not that it's a Good movie, but uh, even like Ghost of Mars, I can watch and enjoy. I love Ghost of, but it's like one of those movies that I just love it because it's bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I won't turn down an opportunity to watch Ghost of Mars. I mean, it's 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 dumb. It's 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 not a good movie, but I'll, I'll still watch it and I still enjoy it. So, um, like even I, like his last movie that he made, The Ward. I I even like that movie. I, th- I thought that was a pretty. I don't think I've seen that well-made one. movie. Yeah, it was like uh, 2010. I think that came out. It has hmm. Amber Heard, I think, in it. Um, as the the main chick. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's. I, I I like the movie. It's been a while since I've seen it though, so I probably need to rewatch it again and see if that still stands as as for me liking it. But I remember liking it when I first saw it because I first saw it when it when it came out. But it's it's obviously been ten years since I've seen it, so. But yeah, that's kind of all I really know. <laughs> um, kind of going back to the movie though. Uh, I was gonna bring something up, and I totally forgot what I was gonna talk about. Oh, I I, I liked how that you know as the kind of the movie progressed, they obviously had the big ass fucking sunglasses, but then they switched to the contact lenses. Yeah, that was cool. I, I forgot about it for a second. I was like, how are they seeing them? All right, they put the contacts in. Because you're used to seeing them throughout the whole movie. Yep. I completely forgot that that sequence. So yeah, that was really cool. And they were like, um, these are, I can't remember the line, but they're like, these are better technology. They're not going to give you the headaches or whatever. Yep. Which was, it was kind of funny because, you know, contacts in it of themselves are better technology than glasses anyways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I've never worn contacts. I've, I've, I've never I haven't tried. in a couple of years. They're just, they're expensive. Yeah. I like them though. I don't know if I could get used to even trying to do them. I've, I've just done glasses since I was like four. So I've, I've just been used to it. So that's, it is what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, the thing that kind of gets me with this movie, 
not that it necessarily feels rushed, but kind of the ending with uh, how Meg, uh, uh, Meg Foster's character kind of just turns on them, like, is so abrupt and just kind of feels so out there. Like, you don't really get any feelers like she's, you know, on on the side of the aliens and wanting to get all the wealth and whatnot. It just kind of just seems like it came out of nowhere. So that's, like, the one thing that it it's not well, necessarily, a, like, takes away from the movie for me, but it's just kind of like, wow, this is kind of. Well, I mean, you can say, you could look at it one of two ways, I think. I think mm-hmm. you could say after the whole incident with Nada, they got a hold of her and recruited her. True. Or you could say she was always with them. And that's how she became wealthy and got her nice car and her nice house. And she was always with them from the beginning. And that's why she wasn't like super freaked out when he was talking about what he was talking about. Mm, Okay. That's the way I saw. I think I like to think that maybe after the incident, she was recruited. Like she was feeling unfulfilled in her life and she needed the money or something. I don't know. Sure. Like story wise, that seems more satisfying to me. Right. Yeah, I, and I could see where that could come from. It's just it just kind of felt so abrupt with how it kind of played out on screen because her character just kind of disappears for a while, and then all of a sudden she's there, and then she kills Keith David's character, and then you know is holding Roddy Piper at gunpoint, and it, it just didn't kind of it just didn't feel like it evolved naturally. I think in a way, and I mean granted you could have had 20 minutes more of exposition to kind of flesh that out and stuff. But I mean, that would have made the movie a lot longer than it needed to be. So it's just a minor thing that just kind of bugged me with with the movie, but it doesn't take away from the movie. If that makes sense. It's just, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, eh, I wish they could have did this maybe a little different, but it, it definitely doesn't knock it down any points for me or anything like that. It's just kind of just a weird weird thing to me but that's all but uh, yeah i mean it's it's a i think it's a fucking great movie i mean it's like i said it's it's not carpenter's best work by by any by any means but it's it's not like it's a bad movie it's it's definitely a good movie um and it it's it's so so good i i i love revisiting this movie like about once a year is I is what I usually do to go back. I usually I don't know why. I it's usually in the springtime is when I go back to rewatch it. Um and now that I've got the Shout Factory Blu-ray, it's it looks so pretty on there. <laughs> they did such a good job of like cleaning it up and restoring it and all that with that collector's edition. So I fucking love that. Um but uh if you were to rate this movie, what 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 do you think you would rate it? Uh, I've been bouncing around a lot and I think there's enough in it that I like that I can give it a four out of five. I was going to give it a three and a half, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot, there's a lot of solid, like, uh, artistic points in this movie that yep. I don't know. They just really strike me like something we didn't mention in the beginning, like in the very first scene of the movie, you see people like using cardboard as, uh, umbrellas and they got like tart ponchos on showing that this is like a very uh poor area and they're driving through the idea of you know you gotta go through the the whole uh capitalist society to get anywhere mm-hmm. in life and there's a lot of like the the black and white shots and that was enough for me to i gotta at least give this movie a four um there's weird pacing in the beginning i thought and okay. some, uh, and that, that that fight scene did not need to be six minutes. I'm sorry. I know you love it, but four out of five. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna agree to disagree about the fight scene because I think it's <laughs> fucking spectacular. But I, I I understand where you're coming from, um, especially if you're not a wrestling fan. It 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 can and if it seems long and drawn out, uh, it's definitely kind of more of a wrestling type of fight. I, I fucking loved it. And I, I I thought it was perfect, but I'm gonna agree with you with the rating. I'm I'm probably gonna give it a four out of five two here. Uh, artistically, it, it's f- 
fucking amazing. Uh, the The choices that Carpenter made with this movie was fucking brilliant. Uh, I, I think Roddy. I don't think anybody else could have played Nada in this movie. I, I think Roddy Piper was definitely the right choice for this, as well as Keith David being the right choice um, for his character. And overall, it's just everything with this fucking movie was great. I, I don't think it was too long. I don't think it was too short. It was just perfect. And then uh, even the music, the the score with this movie was fucking brilliant too. That's another problem I had with that fight scene. I'm sorry. There's no music in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, that's sorry right. to cut you off. <laughs> that's okay. But yeah, uh, John Carpenter and Alan How- Howarth's uh, score with this movie I-, I thought was brilliant with it kind of being a, more of a bluesy uh, kind of score. I, I love that with this movie. So, uh, yeah, definitely four out of five. My my only real, it's not even a complaint. Was just kind of that kind of reveal that she was that she's with the with the aliens and kind of took the money. But that that's just so small in comparison to everything else because everything else with this movie is fucking brilliant, including that fight scene. I don't care what you say, Mark. But this <laughs> is what it is. Um, but we would love to know what you guys think, too. And, uh, you know, uh, once again, this whole month is going to be dedicated to movies with professional wrestlers in them. Uh, so, obviously, this week we did They Live. Next week we'll be covering See No Evil, which features WWE superstar Kane. Um, so that's a fucking terrible movie, and I'm not really looking forward to revisiting that because... See No Evil Two is so much better, <laughs> but uh, maybe my my maybe my opinions changed over the last fifteen years. I don't know. It, I I fucking hated that movie when it first came out, so it'll be interesting to see if it's any different this time around. But uh, I, I was I was gonna say I'm excited for that for next week. I'm not really excited, but it, it should be an interesting <laughs> episode nonetheless. So, but uh, you can feel free to reach out to us through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. Let us know what you guys th- thought of They Live. We would love to hear from you guys. But otherwise, we appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. Any final words as we leave, Mark? Oh yeah, make sure to bring extra bubble gum. Yeah, so you're not running out. <laughs> I'll fucking love it. Because then you have to kick some ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, we will see you guys next week. This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.